You're listening to the Life Reborn Podcast with your host, Jacqueline Page. Join me as I share my journey of returning to my authentic self by shedding labels and stigmas that are prominent in today's society. It is my hope that through sharing my story, you find guidance and wisdom to live a more empowered and meaningful life. Thank you for tuning in today. It is such an honor to share this space with you. Hello, my beautiful souls, and welcome back to the Life Reborn podcast with your host, Jacqueline Page. It has been quite a minute since I have posted an episode. I was, truth be told, I was debating whether it just be one season or if I do two seasons, but I just felt so called to speak on the topic of marriage and the energy of marriage that I couldn't wait to decide if I was going to have another season and I was just going to post this episode, even if it's just this single bonus episode. So here we are. Thank you for tuning in. I'm so grateful to share this message with you. Um, It has just been a revelation for me and a huge shift in my marriage, realizing the concept of the energy of marriage. But before we get there, I just wanted to make a few announcements that if you are in the San Antonio area, I have um, joined forces with Erica Hernandez at Empowered Chiropractic and Massage, and we are going to be hosting monthly women's circles. They will be the first Thursday of the month, so our first one will be this December. I'm so excited. It's going to be December 5th at 7 to 9, and each one is going to be themed for a different... Each each one will have a different theme, and this one for December, you know, we understand the chaos and the busyness of the holidays, but we really wanted to give you a space to put your self-care on the forefront, and so it'll just be a wonderful community circle where we go into a meditation to decompress and de-stress and shed all that we need to before the new year, and Dr. Erica will be giving hands-on assist, hands-on assist massage And afterwards, we'll just join for some yummy homemade chai latte and just discuss ways to prevent burnout and to have little self-care rituals within our day. And then in January, we'll be hosting our first retreat. It'll be Saturday, January 4th. It'll be from 9 to 3. I know that Being a mother or just in life in general, getting away for a whole weekend can sometimes be unattainable. So we wanted to create space for you to just get away for a day, to just indulge in your self-care. And it's going to have meditation, yoga, massage, womb massage, just liberating you and empowering you as a woman. So check those out. I will link um, my website to purchase tickets, but you can also head to www.jacklinpage.com slash events for those details. And connect with me on social media at jacklinpage513 on Instagram, and I have my business page, Jacqueline Page, on Facebook. So those are also platforms where I just share my story and messages that I'm wanting to share with all of you. So to get started... I just want to preface that marriage is hard. I mean, there's no way to deny that. And I don't feel that it's talked about enough or just shared about. Even 
even in close relationships with family members and friends. I mean, I have, I have a few handful of friends that where I feel safe enough to like share about the trials of marriage and the tribulations that we go through and then adding children to the mix of this, it has been a whirlwind. And I will be the first to admit that I am not a perfect person. I am not a perfect partner in our marriage. And if you've heard my previous podcast episodes, you know that I'm very grateful for Jeremy being my partner to continue on with me in this journey because I know that I'm a completely different person than I was when we got married. And it yesterday, well, the day I'm recording this yesterday, uh, November 22nd is our fifth anniversary. And so it's just been a lot of reflection for me, just really seeing where we were, seeing where we are now and seeing that I really want to continue and grow and evolve into this beautiful relationship that I know that we are capable of having because life is too short to be in a relationship or in a marriage where you're not being fulfilled and it isn't just this passionate love between two people. I also want to preface that I am in a partnership with a man. I'm a woman married to a man and I use these binary language because that is what, where I am in my path and my journey. So if you do not identify with binary genders or you are not in a heterosexual relationship, I just ask that you give compassion and grace as you listen to this because that's the vernacular that I do use because that is what I know now. And I just hope that you continue on because I feel like there's messages that anyone can take away from this episode. So I've realized over the past few years that I get into a slump. Well, I should say I do and our marriage kind of falls into this slump, this like darker energy time. And I I recognize this because I don't know if it's every year it gets harder or if it's just I'm more conscious of it and not just numbing myself out to TV and food and social media that I'm a lot more present every day and every moment that it makes it a lot more apparent to me. And in this this season, I was like, okay, yeah, this is enough. I, I can't, it, I mean, it gets, it gets pretty hard for me. I go through doubts and, you know, these, well, could my life be without Jeremy? And I don't know, it's a hard time for me. <clears throat> I feel lonely. I feel isolated. And I recognize that if I just allow myself to fall into that slump, that I'm just continuing to perpetuate that energy of that low vibration in my marriage. And so I really decided that this season I was going to make a shift and change this pattern because I don't want to live in that pattern anymore. And so I really, it dawned on me when I was listening to To Be Magnetic's podcast, she had on Ricky Williams and um, a great episode. I really encourage you to go listen to it. I'll try to link that below as well. But he goes into how anything in astrology, oh my gosh, that podcast episode is so enlightening. But I realized that everything has an energy. And I know that I've already posted a podcast episode titled Everything Has Energy, but even to the concept of marriage, like the day and time you got married, there were 
the cosmic like map in in the solar system in the universe was created and your relationship has this energy to it and even if you're not married i mean in general marriage is an energy and just like we go through ebbs and flows of like highs and lows so does a relationship so does a marriage and i realized that our relationship takes on the energy of this scorpio sagittarius season we got married on november 22nd which is the first day of sagittarius season but right at end of that cusp of the Scorpio season and Scorpio is a very dark time that allows you to tune in to face these shadows and I realized that I right around October time I'm really feeling that darkness in our marriage and having to look in at the teachings that all of this is showing me and when I tune back at this it's so funny because I really wanted to get married in July summertime it's a lighter feeling a lighter energy more like maybe like a cancer time where it's just so soft and feminine and for other reasons that didn't work out for us and so we got married in November and I don't know maybe this was when the universe was like no this is when you need to get married because you are both strong beautiful souls that can withstand this type of energy and you will learn and grow so much more from it so this is where we are And I've had to really allow myself to embrace the darkness without it letting it, without letting it swallow me. And what I mean by that is I have to sit with the uncomfortable feelings and the uncomfortable energy because there's wisdom and teaching in that. And, but I can't let myself just be buried in it and like, go into this lull where I have no energy, where I just want to binge on TV, where I want to eat junk food because that isn't beneficial. That isn't going to get me anywhere. That's not the kind of wisdom that the universe is trying to show me in this moment, in this dark time. And so what I've realized that is if Jeremy or I or both of us have things that we're working through that we're trying to face, it's going to be magnified in this energy of the Scorpio season in our marriage. And so I've learned that together we've had to have a lot more communication. I mean, I've had to be really vulnerable and open about some very vulnerable topics that really aren't shared in marriages or even like talked about out loud, like thoughts that I have, dreams that I have that I, I want to share and, and express what these teachings are for us. And I won't go into further detail because that is personal, but I just want you to know that those deep, dark thoughts or dreams or like things that pop into your head that you're like, whoa, where did that come from? That you don't share with anyone. I've decided to be vulnerable and share that with Jeremy because I want our marriage to thrive in this time. I want our marriage to be this beautiful relationship and that embraces one another unconditionally, that allows us to be vulnerable. Because being vulnerable, it takes so much courage because you don't know how that other person is going to react. And you have to give grace for any reaction that they have. 
but that you come together and work through it. And I don't know, even if you saw my, my post about, we took a trip to Tulum and for our five-year anniversary, even just that getaway trip was so trying on me personally and in our marriage. I was in such a funk. I was away from William, which was already hard for me. And I'll, I know this is kind of off tangent, but I realized that I was not wanting to go on a trip by my, by ourselves together as just us two for that long without William. And that was my initial reaction and I didn't listen to it. And we still went on this trip and it was very hard for me. It was hard for me to pull away from William when I'm breastfeeding. It wasn't what I, I needed in, in this time, in this path, in my journey. Other people may go on trips and be perfectly fine, but it really, messed with my hormones. They were fluctuating. I wasn't hand expressing my milk as much as William breastfeeds and my hormones were imbalanced. And I tried to meditate. I tried to yoga. I tried to breathe. I tried to sink into it. I tried to acknowledge it. It was just a very, very tough time. And here I was at this beautiful place. And my husband, you know, is like trying to be so patient, but it was very hard where he's like wanting to like decompress and enjoy himself and It was very hard and it was a trying time for us in our marriage as well. So everything has teachings. I learned so much from that trip and you can go back to my Instagram post that shares about those teachings, but it just made me realize that this energy of marriage, what you bring to it is what you get out of it. And what I mean by that is marriage is a... or relationships. I'm sorry that I keep using the, the, the term marriage. Any relationship is a conscious effort every day to actively show up and participate in. And it is so easy to allow life to get in the way of that active conscious choice because there are your duties, your job, your career, your everyday to-do list, traffic, noise, like other people just dropping their energy on you. And at the end of the day, when you're just so tired and exhausted, you have a choice to make. You have a choice to be lazy and go to sleep or veg on the TV or just scroll through social media or make that active choice to connect with your partner. Because Every time you make the choice to disconnect, it affects your marriage. And sorry, my son woke up and that is the pause for this episode and we will reconvene at another time. I decided not to edit that little blooper out so you have a sneak peek of what it's like to be a stay-at-home mom and try to run a business at the same time. You have to find your little snippets of time during nap or after he goes to sleep or waking up before he he gets up. And unfortunately, well, not unfortunately, this is who he is, but William is definitely an early riser. I'm recording this at 5 till 6 a.m. and he already woke up. So anyways, back to the topic of you get out of your marriage what you put in. And I I hope that I don't come across too harsh when I give you these tips and strategies. It's I want you to know that 
I'm human. I'm not perfect. And I've done and been all of these examples that I'm sharing with you. So with that being said, it is so easy to allow life to just pass you by and you get into this monotonous routine of wake up, go to work, come home, eat dinner, veg, go to sleep, and like play the cycle. And you become less of being in this relationship and more of roommates. And it's so easy to fall into that cycle. And it's it takes effort and it takes work just like anything else does. If I didn't show up as a conscious parent, to take care of William, he would not be able to thrive every day. If Jeremy did not show up every day and make a conscious effort towards work, he would not thrive in his job. If I did not make a conscious effort for my business, it would not be thriving where it is now. It's the same thing with marriage. If we're not putting that conscious effort, it's not going to thrive the way we want. We can hope and wish and, and envy and fantasize about this beautiful relationship that you're wanting and yet if you're not showing up with that effort it's not going to happen and I've also played played the game where where I'm like well if he's not going to show up and do this why should I but we can't play that game it's it's so silly because it's like you're you're meeting fire with fire when I stopped playing that mind game of like, well, if he doesn't help me around the house and why am I going to want to do this? If he doesn't do this, why am I going to want to do that? And I just started showing up, not just for our marriage, but for myself. If I want the house to be tidy, then I'm going to make that effort. If he doesn't get his clothes into the hamper, you know what? I can either stress and fret and be negative and resentful and feed into that energy, or I can just pick them up and put them away and move on with my day and allow my energy to stay positive in a high vibration. I am in control of allowing things to get to me. I'm in control of allowing things to trigger me, which yes, it's important to see why things trigger you and figure out how to heal from that. But when it's just these little pet peeves that happen on a daily basis, you have a choice of how to react to that. You have a choice of how to confront that. If it's really bothering you to the point where it's unbearable, then yes, you need to communicate that to your partner, but also communicate in a time when you are calm and less stress and you're not in that high peak of emotion and anger and frustration. There's time and a place to be able to communicate these things. And so some of the things that I've done to show up in my marriage and show Jeremy that I'm grateful for him going to work every single day for our family. And I'm going to be honest, I used to play the game. Well, he needs to appreciate me staying home with William and recognize all of the things that I do at home. I'm, I'm done playing that game. I know what I do for our family and I don't need outside validation. I can get that validation within me. Yes, I have a love, a love language. Yes, I like to be validated and it's nice to hear those things. But I'm not going to sit and wait around for someone else to give me that when I can internalize that and get that validation for myself. So things that I do is I make a conscious effort to see Jeremy off and welcome him with so much gratitude. Every morning, William and I go outside, rain or shine, hot or cold, and we say goodbye to Jeremy. We 
wait till he gets in the car. He drives off. We wave. We hug and we kiss. We have a family hug. Jeremy and I make um, this little routine of where we will have a six-second hug or embrace when he's leaving and when he comes home, connecting before he leaves, connecting, reconnecting when he comes home, and not just being a peck or a high or not even acknowledging that he's leaving. Like, I love you. I'm going to miss you. Thank you for showing up every day for our family. And when he comes home, no matter what I'm doing, I mean, unless I'm changing a poopy diaper, I can't stop that in the exact moment. But if I'm cooking, if I'm cleaning, if I'm doing stuff, I stop what I'm doing. William and I get so excited and we welcome Jeremy home. We're like, yay, Dada's home. So excited to see you. And even if you don't have kids, I mean, you can still be excited for your partner to come home. And and it has just really shifted the energy, like, during that time that he comes home, I'm cooking dinner. William's hungry. He starts getting fussy. It's getting that evening time of, I don't know, some people call it the witching hour. And it can be so hard and stressful. And I could be like, oh, come home. Can you do this, this, and this, and this? And meet him with that kind of energy and to just set up our evening to continue that stress and tension. Or I can stop what I'm doing, take a deep breath, embrace my my partner coming home, embrace and show gratitude for everything he's done for our family today and just love and reconnect as a family. And it's just, it's been transformational, just these two little shifts of just doing that. And there's so much more that I could be doing and showing up, but I make that active choice at least those two times of the day, every day for that. And I, and I see the shift that it has for Jeremy. It shows my appreciation that he's going to work every day. And I, I've spoken a little bit about love languages. If you haven't read the five love languages, I highly, highly recommend it. And here's another thing about that. I read the book. I was like, so forward, like we need to work on our marriage. You need to read this book. You need to figure out, like be on board with this and pushing, pushing, pushing does not work. Well, at least in my relationship with my partner, it does not work for me to push. I recognize that Jeremy is on his own path and I know that I have a whole podcast episode about this, but it's become so much more apparent of just releasing and letting go and watching the beautiful journey that it can happen. There's so much I want to say here, so I want to make sure that I hit all my points, but knowing each other's love language is really beneficial because I've I try to really meet Jeremy where he's at in those moments. So he is positive affirmation and touch. And so I try to find many ways to to feed that love because when I'm filling his bucket, it will naturally flow back to me. And so I can say, well, he's not filling my bucket and be all negative. Instead, I can make that conscious effort to just flow into hits as much as I can because it just naturally so beautifully flows back to me. And one of the things of like being tired, being a mom, having still breastfeeding, my body not still being completely my own, it's really hard to to find the energy and desire to want to connect on a physical level which is his love language. 
So I make a conscious effort to connect physically in other ways. That six second hug and embrace. It's not just a peck goodbye. I hug you. I touch you. I connect with you. I embrace you. When he um, comes behind me and just embraces me and hugs me or kisses me or like just snuggles in my neck. I used to, I used to not embrace that and swat away. Cause I'd be like, oh, I'm tired. I'm frustrated. I'm, I'm angry. Like don't touch me. But I, I soften, I take a deep breath and I embrace it because that's what he's needing. And, and honestly, it softens me. It softens my heart and allows me to to let go of the tension and like embrace love. And with that being said, Jeremy did not read the five love languages. We had this book for years, for years. And we finally just did this like huge purge and I took pictures and I'm like, I'm getting rid of these books. Do you want any of them? And one of them was in there and no, it wasn't a test. And he was like, well, do, can I say to get rid of that book? And I'm like, yes, this is your life. If you want to get rid of it, get rid of it. And we got rid of it and he never read it. But I've made an effort to know myself and heal myself and to be able to communicate that. So I know my love language and I'm able to express that and give Jeremy examples. I used to be the type of person where I would have these expectations in my head and expect Jeremy to be this mind reader and know me and... I don't know, read my mind and he wouldn't meet these expectations that I had in my head and I would be disappointed and frustrated. And when it came to anything, to birthdays, to just simple things. And I realized one, I had shadow around my own love languages. One of my love languages is gifts. And I have a shadow around that. Like, no, we don't need to do gifts on birthdays or holidays or anniversaries. But honestly, I feel like that was just perpetuating my frustration because deep down I do like the gifts. I do like being spoiled in love because it's my love language and I enjoy it. And I think I was downplaying that, but it was me. I was actively like making that choice to say, no, no gifts. We don't need to spend the money. And then I'd be disappointed when I wasn't met with what I was secretly like hoping and wishing for. So I've cut that nonsense out. I'm not going to have these expectations in my head and not communicate them. If I want something, I need to tell Jeremy that I want it and set us up both for success. And it's taken me so much healing and love and compassion and grace for myself to get to this point. I cannot preface enough that when you heal yourself, you're healing so much more than yourself. You're healing so much around you. You're healing your past lineage. You're healing your mom's trauma. You like your ancestral trauma. You're healing any future children that you're having. You're healing the people around you. In this year that I've worked on myself, I have seen such major shifts in my marriage that I didn't think were possible. Like the love and passion and connection that I have with my husband now is so exponential and beautiful. And it's because I've worked on myself. I've worked on my own shadows. I don't allow things to be triggered. I used to get so defensive when my faults are pointed out and when 
I would get called out on my shit. I would get so defensive. I'd put up this wall. I would get angry and storm out or like yell. And I've realized that, okay, first of all, he tried to communicate to me. I need to like cut the shit and like listen and stop being so stubborn because it's a teaching for me to work on myself. And two, I, I'm not going to, I want to set us up for success. And so we had our five-year anniversary and I told him, Hey, for our anniversary, no, I don't necessarily need a gift because we took this beautiful trip together, but I want a heartfelt card. I want you to express your love and gratitude for me in our marriage. And I don't mean, thank you for all you do. Couldn't do this without you. Love you, Jeremy. I mean, I want, I want feelings from the heart. And he did that. And it was honestly (laughs) so beautiful. Exactly what I was needing to hear for myself. And like, it was just a beautiful embrace to like read this. And so I, I wanted, I wanted to share it with you because there's so much, there's so much in this card. So bear with me. I'm going to share this happiness. I hope you enjoy it. These past couple of months, I have felt a positivity, passion, and prosperity that I have not before. Your communication and dedication have been the key driver to get our family where we are today. Marriage has its ups and downs, and I'm very lucky you're committed for the long haul. Even though sometimes it feels like we're going backwards, I truly believe we are building a strong foundation for our future together. It is amazing all the things that we've been able to accomplish in these five years. I do not give you enough credit when it comes to William's growth. His level of thought, understanding, and expression blow my mind every day. It took me a long time to understand, but staying home has been, but you staying home has been the best thing possible for our family. I have no idea how you're able to find the energy to start a business on top of being a full-time mother. I do feel like you have found your calling and that your business will bring new levels of prosperity to our family. All of this and you're just scratching the surface of what you're capable of. Thank you for being an amazing mother, wife, and partner that you are to the rest of our lives. I reread that so many times because it's what I was needing to hear. But there's so much to unpack in that in that letter alone. One, you heard me staying home was not something that w- Jeremy was completely on board with. We had expressed, like planned out, okay, you're going to stay home for six months. You're going to go back to work. We're going to have this cushion finances coming in and life changed. I became a mother and m- my whole world changed. And I decided I didn't want to go back to work. I wanted to stay home with William for my own reasons and my own beliefs. And not only that, I think it was what I was needing in my healing journey. I would not be where I am of like evolving and deconditioning and healing and loving myself if I was not home being able to have this time. And sometimes I don't, I don't think that our culture recognizes that when people need time away and time off to decompress and to heal, it takes time, it takes work, it takes dedication to heal yourself. And in myself, in, in me healing myself, it is transitioned and flowed into my family. Jeremy has seen the, the benefits of me staying home, but it took him to see that on his own. It took him to come to that own conclusion on his own. And hearing that he sees me in my business of being capable of so much for our family, I guess it was really what I was needing to hear because it just, it just warmed my heart. And I want to share this with you. One, I, 
I asked permission before I shared this letter, but to show you that when you heal yourself, you are healing your relationship. You're healing your partner in ways you may not have ever realized were possible. You don't have to push your ideals. You don't have to push your research, what you're finding, your spirituality, your path, your lifestyle. You're both on your own paths coming together as, as a couple, as a union of one, but you're both individual people and that needs to be cherished and honored. And that's something that I've really had to recognize for myself. I think that I was just so codependent that I didn't know who I was and I had to find myself and it has helped me find myself. I need my time away. Yes. Being with my family is hands down my favorite time, but I also need my time to decompress. I need my time for my healing. And I don't have to push that on Jeremy because he's finding his own path. And I want to stand here today sharing with you that Jeremy shared that he wants to give veganism a chance and a shot. Never in a million years would I ever have thought those words would come out of Jeremy's mouth. He watched a documentary. Granted, I tried to push so many documentaries on him and he would fall asleep. He would rebuttal. He would find arguments. It was called The Game Changers on on Netflix. And it talks about veganism being more beneficial for athletes. And that's what he needed to hear. And that's what he had to find on his own own time in his own way and I actually had taken a nap today and I woke up and he was like I just watched the most amazing documentary (laughs) on veganism and I think I want to give veganism a shot and before that earlier and earlier today for breakfast he was telling me that for new year's he wanted to try to start doing pescatarian and that was like a shock to me and I'm just here to tell you and attest that when you heal yourself You are healing your partner. You are healing your marriage. I want to preface that, yes, healing your partner, I mean, sorry, healing yourself heals your partner and heals your relationship, but I can also attest that it's not always easy because as I've gone on this healing journey, I have shifted and up-leveled at rates that are probably hard to keep up with and it becomes it can be very isolating and lonely to feel all of these new things and ideals and beliefs and not have your partner be on the same page and trying to find this middle space to where we both are as one, as like a partnership. And I I just want to let you know that in those times where you've just like done this like major up level and your partner is not really at the same page or at the same rate, just try to find grace in that middle space. Try to find, I don't know what else to say, but grace, trying to find shelter and refuge within yourself, because I know that it can be trying, even that can be trying. Nothing can really quote unquote be going wrong in your marriage but it can also feel like things aren't going right and it's hard to navigate that space of confusion and isolation and loneliness and all I all I can tell you is just keep 
having that faith. If you truly know that you're meant to be together, find ways to, to have that faith in, in those trying times because, and, and I will say, pray, pray for guidance and clarification because anytime that I have had one of those moments, I've gotten little wisdom from other people or messages that I was just needing in those times of affirmation that, okay, yes, this marriage is where I'm supposed to be. And I need to find ways to, to get through this for, for myself and for my marriage. And I I think that I shared that in, in the episode where I talk about your living a life that on different path than your partners. And if you haven't listened to that episode, I'll link it in the show notes, but I've always gotten the confirmation that this is where I'm supposed to be. And so I, I really try to find that faith to muster up through that trying time to get to the other side and to see, to see the revelations on the other side. So I hope that inspires you and just gives you the love and encouragement that you were needing. And I just hope that this message gave you inspiration and clarity and wisdom that you were needing to hear today. And I hope that if this episode inspired you, that you share on social media, connect with me, let me know how this how this helped you in any way. I love to hear from you. I genuinely, truly love it. I love hearing the positive shifts that my messages and teachings impact you in your life. It, it truly helps drive me to continue waking up earlier, staying up late to release these podcast episodes, to release content. And I don't know, I'm just, I'm truly so excited for what's to come because the creative juices have been flowing on max. And with that, I've actually been doing line activations from Ashley Wood at a line within. I will link her Instagram. If you saw my Insta, uh, my IGTV on allowing feel like allowing yourself to set in uncomfortable feelings, I did a line activation before we started the meditation. That doing these line activations in the morning, before I record a podcast episode, before I make an Instagram post, before I meditate, they have brought so much clarity. I'm able to hear messages. I'm able to tune into myself. I'm able to truly like make decisions from my intuition and not based on anyone's beliefs or pressure or anything. So I encourage you to start that. Even if you don't meditate, just starting your day off Taking these four deep breaths, doing the line activation is is very powerful and impactful. So I encourage you to, to look into that. And if this inspired you, feel free to like and subscribe this podcast on iTunes. It helps other people hear this message and connect with others. And I don't know if I'll be making more episodes or a season two. I felt called to make this episode and so I wanted to get it out. So I'm sending you with so much love and blessings on your day. Thank you.